It is Sunday, July 19th, 2020. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do this! As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're getting a new Star Wars cartoon, some Top Gun Transformers, and a Lego store is coming to West Edmonton Mall. It's episode 10.14, Long Lasting Balloon. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. You 62 the tar. you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. This was a pretty good week this past week. We had all kinds of great nerd news come down the pike. Uh, the first thing that came down is we are going to be getting yet another brand new Star Wars cartoon. Star Wars The Bad Batch will be dropping on Disney Plus sometime next year. Now, The Bad Batch, they're a group of characters who were introduced in the final season of The Clone Wars, which just dropped on Disney Plus a couple of months ago. During The Clone Wars, The Bad Batch were a group of clone commandos where they tinkered with them a little bit while they were maturing, and therefore these clones have now been gifted with super strength, uh, super powers, you know, because I got my words mixed up in my head. One has super strength. One, he's like an expert tracker. He's got enhanced senses, stuff like that. It's kind of cool in that the leader of the Bad Bat, they kind of bat based his character on Rambo. Uh, I swear to God, watch those episodes of Clone Wars. He looks just like Rambo. Anyways, they are going to be getting their own Star Wars TV series. It's going to take place after Revenge of the Sith, in that time after Revenge of the Sith and before A New Hope. So it looks like somehow these clones escaped Order 66, didn't kill any Jedi, and now they're roaming around the galaxy being like a galactic A-team or something like that. Or because, you know, they're all genetic mutants and they got superpowers, it's more like they're the X-Men. I don't know, I'm mildly curious about this, because, you know, that's my controversial Star Wars hot take. I was never too deep into Clone Wars, so I'm not ready to do another deep dive into that aspect of Star Wars lore. But if it takes place after Revenge of the Sith in some new branch of Star Wars history, it just might be worth checking out. So I'll already add that to my to-watch list on Disney+, Plus as it's coming to Disney Plus next year. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the Targ. Speaking of the nerd news, we got more special crossover Transformers coming down the pike. I was talking about this a couple of shows ago. They were coming out with Gigawatt, a special Transformers Back to the Future crossover Transformer, and Autobot, who turns into the DeLorean time machine from Back to the Future. It all started last year when they came out with Ectotron, who turned into Ecto-1 from the Ghostbusters films. But now they just announced what the next one is going to be. Maverick, who turns into Tom Cruise's F-14 Tomcat from Top Gun. 
I love the little details he do with these things, you know? He comes with a little volleyball, so that way he can play some beach volleyball with Starscream or something like that. His head is done up to look like Tom Cruise's flight helmet from the Top Gun films. It's a very cute addition to your Transformers collection. Only problem is, though, with these special crossover Transformers, they are producing them in incredibly limited edition numbers, so you're probably not going to find them on any toy store shelves. You're going to have to pay big bucks for him on eBay or some other online auction reseller. And, you know, as much as I love things like Maverick and Gigawatt and all these crossover Transformers, just give me good old Soundwave any days. A robot that turns into a Walkman so you can have all your tunes wherever you want to go. And Soundwave is a bad guy, so it'll be helpful in crushing all humanity. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ. And now it's time for the streaming report where I update you on what I've been binging. Well, this is it. The one installment of the streaming report you've all been waiting for. I have finished binging Battlestar Galactica. That science fiction franchise has now been checked off my bucket list. Yes, the hottest sci-fi show of 15 years ago. I actually completely missed it in its original run. So what are my thoughts on Battlestar Galactica? Well, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, the first couple of seasons were definitely the best because it did come along during the Bush administration and during the War on Terror and all that. It won a lot of acclaim in the early days for it being a not-too-thinly-veiled metaphor for the War on Terror and torture and waterboarding and all kinds of stuff like that. It kind of lost its way a bit uh, in the end there. You know, in the fourth season, they kind of... All of that stuff kind of fell by the wayside. We got more into your standard sci-fi stuff with visions and prophecies as the search for Earth continued. I know one of my friends was texting me, ooh, what did you think of the big plot twist? Well, the problem with this being a 15-year-old TV show is I have Googled all the big plot twists a long time ago, so I saw them all coming and knew about them. I mean, I got to admit, that was a pretty ballsy uh, plot twist halfway through season four there. So, spoiler warning for a 15-year-old TV show, uh, their civilization was wiped out by the Cylons. They are going through space looking for this long-lost 13th colony called Earth. Well, halfway through the fourth season, they find Earth, but it turns out the Cylons got there first and nuked it back to the Stone Age. So, it looked like all hope was lost. And I gotta admit, for the back half of season four, that really turned things around, you know. Suddenly, it's like, all hope is lost. What are we doing now? What is the point? Some characters were actually driven to be suicidal because they were asking those questions so much. So yeah, that was that was a pretty courageous plot twist. Other surprises, Richard Hatch was in it a lot more than I thought he'd be. Richard Hatch, he played Tom Zarek in the reboot, but way back in 1978 on the original Battlestar Galactica, he was the original Apollo. Yeah, and he'd been uh, spearheading and trying to get his own Battlestar Galactica reboot off the ground for many, many years. And when this new reboot did come along, he was kind of pissed off at the beginning that, you know, they didn't approach him. But, you know, that premiere miniseries came along. He liked the miniseries. He met with Ronald D. Moore, the creator of the reboot, liked the things he had to say. So he officially signed on board and came on for the reboot. And, yeah, I thought he'd just have, you know, a gratuitous cameo be like, yep. I endorse this, but no, he had a pretty meaty supporting role, and he was a recurring character for quite a bit of it. 
So, yeah, I think Battlestar Galactica was fantastic. I know I was talking about this on my Facebook page. People were chiming in. Oh, I hated that final episode. Oh, I hated that final season. But you know what? I was getting all misty-eyed in the final episode there, you know, when the president died and everything. It was... Yeah, I teared up a little bit. So Battlestar Galactica, that's finally checked off my list. I absolutely loved it. And that's the streaming report. You're listening to Mark Kappas. That young man fills me with hope and some other emotions that are weird and deeply confusing me. On U62, the Tar.
Found My Place, the theme song for the Lego Ninjago movie here on U62 The Targ. Mark Cap is still with you. I got Lego on my mind because I just learned that a Lego store is coming to West Edmonton Mall. I was watching one of my favorite YouTube channels. It's called Best Edmonton Mall. It's dedicated to chronicling the history of West Edmonton Mall, and they made that announcement in their most recent episode. So apparently where they're building the Lego store in West Edmonton Mall, it's going to be right there in Phase 4. You know, there's that gigantic open area between the Deep Sea Adventure and Sunrise Records. It's going to be right there in that big open area. They've had a whole bunch of other stuff in there before. Most recently, Ross the mini mall within the mall that was dedicated to a whole bunch of Edmonton home-based businesses. So this is going to be fantastic. I know Edmonton already has a Lego store down there in Southgate Mall. I went down to check it out shortly after it opened, seven or eight years ago. I was amazed by it. I was planning to buy a little Lego set to take home as a token of that adventure. But as cool as the Lego store is with all their exclusive Lego sets... A lot of their Lego sets are ridiculously overpriced. About the one feature that really caught me, though, is they sell Lego bricks in bulk. So in these days of self-isolation, if you're building the ultimate Lego project, like, say, a life-sized recreation of Hogwarts, you'll be able to buy all the bricks you need in bulk in order to finish that off. So yeah, Lego stores coming to West Edmonton Mall. I'm sure it'll be a lot like the Disney store in West Edmonton Mall. I'll do a lot of browsing there, but not a lot of buying because of the aforementioned ridiculously overpriced. Anyway, that's it for me. I'm done for the day. Thanks for hanging out with me as I do my babblings here on my podcast. Uh, Don't forget you can subscribe in Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify and what's the other one? Google Play. That's it. And as always, you can find all the information on my official website, chaosinabox.com. I'm Mark Capps. This has been The Targ. See you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Capps under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Well, that was pointless. Yeah.